he awoke to a haunting red fog, with pine and cypress standing guard beside the bench he had fallen asleep on. Howls echoed from the distance through the foggy crimson sky. Shuddering, Thomas pulled his blanket close to his body. He rose instantly awake. What are those sounds? He turned to Pine. We don't know. They began soon after we entered the fog. A series of howls echoed from the boat's sides, but seemed to come from no direction at all. It was as if they had originated in his mind. He knew where he had heard those haunting noises before. Pine! Thomas took a step forward while squinting to see through the fog. Yes, sire, his massive guard replied. Are we near the unknown lands where we retrieved the figs? Pine thought for a moment. I do believe so. Do you believe these noises to be coming from the creatures which chased our ships along the shores as we left that place? Before Thomas could reply, hoofed beasts swept through the red fog and landed upon the boat's deck. They had bodies and arms of men, but goat-like legs and heads of wolves, rams, foxes, and dogs. Their beady eyes pierced Thomas's mind. In their hands were shields and swords. They cocked back their heads and howled in rage. "'My weapon!' the young king screamed to his guards, who had formed a protective ring of three around him. Juniper quickly placed his ruby sword in his hands. "'We shall get you below deck!' Cypress spoke to him as the dog-headed beast lunged upon them. With a swift motion of the guard's sword, the creature was sent plunging over the ship's bow. "'I will not desert my men!' Thomas called out as two wolf-headed beasts and one fox-headed lurked toward the group. Their swords thrust against the guard's own with force as sparks leaped from the reflective metals. With all his strength, Thomas plunged his sword through the belly of one of the attackers, and the beast— disintegrated into an eerie smoke. "'What?' he gasped in confusion. Human cries reached his ears from the direction of the remainder of his fleet. He prayed the beasts wouldn't sink his ships. One of the creatures knocked Pine's sword from his grasp, and the hulking guard clenched his fists around its neck before squeezing the life from it and causing it to burst into oily smoke. Cypress cut through their other attacker with his massive sword— Demons! A man fighting for his life along the deck screamed before being beheaded and crumbling to the wood beneath him. Thomas was glad it was too dark to see the blood spewing from his fallen body. The boat rocked. His stomach churned. Lightning cracked from the dark clouds above. We must make our way out of these waters! Pine called as he picked his sword off the deck and directed Thomas slowly toward the ship's wheel. Man the sails! He instructed Cypress and Juniper. Pine splayed another beast as they made their way onward. His massive fists clenched the wheel, and he instructed two other men close by to watch his and Thomas's backs. Soon their vessel's pace quickened, and Thomas could barely make out the shorelines. Two more creatures seemed to fly toward them as they howled and made their way across the deck. Steel met steel, and within seconds one of the men guarding him and Pine was slain. His body fell limply upon Thomas's feet, his eyes filling with blood, and the young king took the man's place in defense of Pine. Flee, sire! Pine cried out. Do not fight! Thomas blocked out the guard's words. It was too late to reconsider now. His ruby sword clashed against the beast's, and its blood-red ram eyes burned through his consciousness. 
A grinding sensation shrieked through Thomas's arms as he held back the beast's attack. His forearms felt as if they would give way. Why do you haunt our ships, you ghosts of the woods? Thomas parried and struck again. The hoofed beast did not waver. It was like striking his sword against a stone wall. With a step to the left, he struck again without avail, and a deep growl reverberated in the monster's throat. You are thieves! The beast growled while striking Thomas's legs. Thomas agilely leapt into the air to avoid the blow and stumbled on the deck as he came down once more. The boat rocked, forcing the young king's feet out from beneath him before pummeling him to the deck. As his fingers slipped on the wet deck, his ruby sword slid from his grasp. Now you must answer for what you have done. The hoofed beast stomped down, pinning his wrist.